Welcome, podcast listeners, to this week's Physics Buzz podcast. I'm Mike Lucibella. The irrepressible personality of Richard Feynman permeates itself throughout the field of physics in the latter half of the 20th century. He's earned himself a reputation as a prankster for lockpicking into secret files during the Manhattan Project, and a showman for using ice water and a rubber band to demonstrate what caused the Space Shuttle's Challenger disaster. However, sometimes his antics overshadow the indelible mark he's had on science itself. At the APS April meeting, I sat down with Lawrence Krauss of Arizona State University, who recently authored Quantum Man, a book that offers a fresh perspective on the scientific life of this curious character. Richard Feynman was one of the greatest physicists of the 20th century. He revolutionized our thinking about quantum mechanics and the quantum world and produced ways of calculating that are the basis of all of modern physics and particle physics and, and uh, many other areas of physics. And... Uh, led to our understanding of what is undoubtedly the best understood physical theory in the world, quantum electrodynamics. Why has Richard Feynman become so iconic for physicists? Well, Feynman had many characteristics that made him unique. But he, besides being a brilliant scientist, he was a showman, a, gr- a great educator, and incredibly charismatic. And that combination was kind of unbeatable in terms of, uh, uh, not only with his colleagues, but, uh, but, but in terms of the public at large. He... he he defied stereotypes. His his Long Island accent uh, uh, made him charming to listen to, and he uh, and he was a, a wonderful uh, uh, public speaker. And I, and I think um, the fact that he also sought out adventures and was very good at at um, creating anecdotes about his own life uh, combined to make him. Um, Incredibly attractive to the public for for in understanding or in, in 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 sort of as a celebrity, but and one of the reasons I, I wrote this book is that he was while he was portrayed as a, and indeed was a joker and a, and a and a and an adventurer in many ways in public. When it came to science, he was deadly serious, and the public, to the extent that they know of him, knows of him because of his sort of being a curious character. But I wanted to explain why he's a sort of a, an idol to to scientists and what his scientific legacy was. Can you describe for me how big of an impact he's had? I, I defy you to find a physicist at this meeting who wasn't affected by Feynman in one way or another. Because of his book, the famous book we all carried around, the th- not the little red books, but the big red books, the Feynman Lectures on Physics, uh, was, a, was a totally unique way of understanding physics. And, and most of, everyone bought it as a student, even if we didn't understand them and carried them around like a Bible or something. And then... I, I was introduced to his, to him by his his public lectures. The, the book, uh, the character of physical law. When I was a high, in high school, a teacher gave it to me when I looked bored, and uh, um, uh, and that impacted upon me greatly. So I think those kind of things impacted upon many people when they're students. But then, of course, because he revolutionized our thinking and Feynman diagrams, are part, which is one of his calculational techniques that he developed um, to understand the quantum world. You can't find an, a single issue of, of physical review that isn't full of Feynman diagrams. His language became the language of modern science in many ways, and so it's, so it's permeated our thinking in many, many ways, and, and that alone would be enough. But it turns out Feynman also spearheaded thinking in many other areas of physics. He, he helped explain superfluidity. He, his work on the weak interaction was profoundly important. Later on, he helped understand essentially how to analyze the strong interaction in ways that, that laid the basis for our understanding of, of, of what's called quantum chromodynamics, the theory of the strong interaction. Um, his calculational techniques are the basis of quantum gravity and 
black hole physics. And his, he wrote a very seminal paper and gave a talk uh, called There's Lots of Room uh, at the Bottom in 1960, which basically presaged the whole era of nanotechnology and ultimately quantum computing. Uh, his work, again, was very fundamental in that regard. So if you look at all the, almost all the areas of 20th and 21st century physics, Feynman played a role, if, if not a leading role, often a role leading from the sideline. What impression did he leave behind on the field of quantum mechanics? What makes him the quantum man? Well, he changed the way we thought about quantum mechanics. Quantum mechanics, of course, is, you know, there's the Schrodinger equation and then eventually the Dirac equation. There are lots of formalisms and many different ways to think about it. But Feynman thought about, ultimately, thought about quantum mechanics by using what we now call the path integrals, by thinking about the space-time approach. For example, there's lots of ways to talk about the wave function of an electron and how it behaves. But the way I think about it and talk about it really is influenced by Feynman in the sense that if I talk about throwing a baseball from whole plate to, to, to the pitcher, it, that trajectory of the baseball is always described by Newton's laws and, uh, and, and undergraduates and high school students learn how to calculate that trajectory. But if it's an electron, we now understand the electron is not taking a single path, but it's taking every possible path between home plate and second place in, in terms of going to the moon and back and 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 and. and and what you understand is that, the, first of all, in the quantum world, things can be doing many different things at the same time. And secondly, that you can understand that, that how, how to figure out what, what the likelihood of it ending up at the pitcher's mound is by, by taking into account all of the things the electron is doing at the same time and all the paths that the electron is, is, is covering. And that path, that space-time approach gives you a really nice intuitive understanding of quantum mechanics. In order to leave such a mark on so many diverse fields, do you think he had a unique way of looking at the world? Well, yeah, absolutely. The, the thing that made Feynman unique in so many ways is he looked at every problem his own way. He, he, in fact, he couldn't, it was, it was a weakness as well as a strength. He couldn't, he didn't read the literature. He couldn't adapt other people's methods very well. What he did do was, he, he, in order for him to understand something, he had to completely rederive it. And usually he'd rederived it in a unique way. Because, and he was able to do that because he was so damn smart, as, as, uh, as Sidney Coleman said. Uh, he, he was able to do that. It meant that, that he didn't, had he read the literature and understood things better, he might have, you know, in terms of superconductivity and several other areas, he might have actually made the breakthroughs that won other Nobel Prizes. He didn't care about the prizes. He wanted to understand things. And for him to understand something, it meant rederiving it from scratch, his own way. So everything he did, more so than almost any other physicist, had his own unique stamp on it because he started from scratch and he was able to think about things in a tremendously independent way. In fact, the other thing that was important he realized early on was that, as he said, the great thing about physics is that there are many different ways to understand something and different ways often lead to different insights. So even if, they, even if they're completely equivalent, they give you a different physical picture that may lead you later on to different discoveries. Again, the title of Lawrence Krauss's book is Quantum Man, Richard Feynman's Life in Science, available now at most bookstores. That's all for this week's Physics Buzz podcast. Be sure to check out more of our podcasts at www.physicscentral.com. Thanks for listening.